Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Today, I want to talk to you briefly about BetterHelp. I am happy to announce that BetterHelp is a sponsor of this podcast. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional counselor. Listen, this is not a crisis line, nor is it self-help, but it is professional counseling done securely online from the comfort of your own home. This service is available for clients worldwide, and you can even express your desire for a Christian therapist. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and receive timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great matches, and they make it super easy to change counselors if needed. It is very affordable, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living your life happier today. So feel free to visit BetterHelp.com to read testimonials. That's better. H-E-L-P, and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. I have great news for you. Because you are a listener of this podcast, Empower to Empower You, you get 10% off your first month. That's right. You get 10% off your first month, but you have to visit the link at HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash better help. H-E-L-P dot com slash be Wendy. I'll make sure to put this in the show notes. Okay, let's get to the show. Hey, y'all, Empower to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, and all things related to helping you be a better version of yourself. Welcome, lovely listeners. I'm so, so thankful that you decided to join me today. I know that you could have been listening to any episode um, or podcast at this moment, but you decided to tap into this one. I really love to greet you. So let me say good morning, good afternoon, good night, or good evening in whatever region of the world that you're listening to from right now. Uh, How are y'all doing? I hope that you're safe. I hope that you're feeling encouraged. And if you're not feeling encouraged, I, I hope that by the time you finish listening to this episode that you truly, truly do feel encouraged. Let me know how the episodes are helping you or adding value to your life. You can do this by sending me a message on IG, which is Instagram at empowered the number two serve. Or you could email me at bewendybob.empoweredtoempoweryou.com and I'm going to put that in the show notes. Also, you can leave me a voice message on Anchor, Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, which is the podcast host that I use. Um, It has a really fun feature that you can leave messages. I would love to hear your voice. So previously recorded episode was episode number 88 on overcoming narcissistic abuse. Uh, that was an interesting episode with uh, Joy Larkin. She shares she shared a little bit of her own experiences and just some information about um, what how she helps people with um, narcissistic abuse. And um, so I want to hear your, your thoughts, right? I want to hear, I want to share a few thoughts with you. Excuse me, y'all. I want to share a few thoughts with you today. Um, and so I want to welcome you to episode number 89. Are your limitations excuses? Are your limitations excuses? Before I share this with you, before I share a story with you, I really want to share a scripture that will really help to bring this message home. And just in case you want to follow with me, um, the scripture is from the book of John in the New Testament, John chapter 5, 1 to 7. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. 
After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate, a pool which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then, then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man who was there had infirmity 38 years. 38 years this man had an infirmity. And when Jesus saw him lying there and knew he had already been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me in the pool. When the water is stirred up, but while I'm coming, another steps down before me. Now, I really, really love this story because it describes the condition of many who are sick and in a particular condition for a very long time who have also become comfortable in their conditions and with their limitations. Ooh, <laughs> this man was sick and in that condition, laying down on a mat, probably in the same clothes, probably smelly. Perhaps he had to, he had to have smelled himself for 38 years. The Bible says he had an infirmity for 10, for 38 years. Can you imagine? I really want you to think about that. 38 is a long time. See, many people get comfortable and not just comfortable, but complacent in their condition and have a victim mindset and several limiting thoughts like, I cannot do this or it's too hard or maybe the Lord is teaching me something or I'm not worthy or God does not hear me. And I can go on and go on of so many things that we tell ourselves, so many lies that we agree with that are that, that, that really the enemy is telling our minds or we're telling ourselves, but we believe him. How do I know that this man got comfortable? How do we know that? Jesus himself walks in and asks the man, do you want to be made well? And the man responds, according to the NLT version, I can't. The new King James Version says, Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. But when I'm coming, another person steps before me. See, it's clear that he did not realize who asked him the question. <laughs> Certainly, he does not realize that the King of Kings is, is standing before him. There are many times where someone is not tired of being sick, does not show desperation for healing. And I can think of many times that where I'm talking to somebody and I'm attempting, I'm attempting y'all to focus on the solution or a better way of thinking. And this person ruminates go and goes back and back and focuses on the negative or they contradict themselves. I've also worked with clients who always emphasize the negative thoughts and negative situations and want to be participants in VIPs in their own pity parties. Let me just say that again, just in case you missed it. I've also worked with clients who always emphasize the negative thoughts and negative situations, and they want to be participants and VIPs in their own pity parties. Do you know someone like that? No matter how much you offer suggestions, if warranted, of course, and whether you listen or offer a listening ear, this person is stuck in a place, a place called I can't. This person brings up the same issues over and over and over and over again. 
And it simply means that this person does not need, is not ready to change or is so comfortable being the participant in this pity party. How long? How long can somebody stay in this condition? How long can somebody smell themselves or feel this way and not want to make a change? See, I need to say this because change requires a decision to, to participate. And without that decision and without belief, then it is not experience. I need to say that again. Change requires a decision to participate. And without that decision and without belief, then it is not experience. In other words, in order for me to experience the possibility of change, I first need to be willing to participate, number one. Number two, I need to believe that change is possible. And then my actions can be aligned. So if I believe change is possible, and if I then I have to participate, a lot of times people say things like, it is in God's hands. No, no, no. There are lots of things in God's hands. You probably heard me say this before, right? But it's in our hands. It, it is in our hands. I have to participate with God. I have to participate in whatever strategies that he gives, right? But I also have to believe for myself that change is possible. Then my actions can be aligned. So I really want you to do some reflection. What is it that you've been dealing with for 38 years or maybe eight years or maybe three years? What is it that you have been dealing with over and over and over and over again? And I want you to imagine Jesus is asking you a question. Do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? Or have you gotten comfortable using your limitations as excuses? Can you imagine Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Most High God, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the fairest of 10,000, Jesus Christ, who died for you and me, is standing before you and ask you the question, do you want to be made well, son? Do you want to be made well, daughter? Do you want to be well? Can you imagine that? Oh, wow. I just love that story. And there's there's so many revelations that can be derived from that story. That's why I love the word, because you can read the same scripture over and over and over again and get a whole different revelation. Somebody else could read the story and get a whole different level of insight. Right. But I love the this, this story because this man laid there for 38 years and and he basically his excuse was. When I try to go in, somebody goes in front of me. That was his excuse. He did not participate in his change. So I want to share a story with you, another story with you. Recently, I was I was at the park and I was sitting and I was waiting on a friend of mine to show up. And it's interesting that when you sit quietly, you notice things that you would not necessarily see if you are moving fast. And there are times I move really fast, right? Um, and I have to learn, I have to literally slow down at times. And so that day I was able to slow down and I, I noticed something that blew my mind and really inspired this episode. I noticed a man in a wheelchair and he was headed to his car. I'm assuming that he had just finished his exercise around the park. 
There was no one pushing him, y'all, okay? He was pushing with his own strength. And I watched this man unlock the trunk of his car, crawled out from the wheelchair, pulled out a stool to sit on it, put the chair in the trunk, then got out of the stool, closed the trunk, and crawled to the driver's seat. Notice I said crawled to the driver's seat. I, I could not make that up if I tried. He did not have anyone with him. I was totally blown away and got a whole word. <laughs> I got a whole word from watching that. This man had limitations due to his disability, but he did not allow his limitations to keep him from getting exercise and sunshine. And how many times do we who have legs, have physical capacity, have the ability to move, and yet we make excuses? Many people have access to hear the word of God or attend church, but are using the limitations or fear to keep them from obeying God's word. Which, For instance, just an example, right? Because the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves of, uh, uh, together as the matter of some do. It's in the word. It's in the word. Right? And that's just, that's just one example but many times we allow our limitations to be the reason why we cannot move forward. We tell ourselves, think, well, I don't have enough. Oh, I don't, I, I, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough support. No one will, no one will listen to me. I don't feel good. I don't feel like it. We tell ourselves so many times and so many times, I mean, there are other times that we place limitations on ourselves. We may not have actual limitations, but we place the limitations on ourselves because of our thoughts. In the Bible, not in the Bible, in this example that I just gave you, this man who truly had a limitation crawled to his driver's seat and literally drove this car out of the park. A man who ambulated using a wheelchair. He had an amputation on his leg. He crawled. He did not use his legs. He crawled. He did not have a walker or a cane to transition to. He literally crawled. I really need you to get this in your heart and your mind and your spirit. What if the man who had been sick for 38 years, paralyzed, what if he had crawled? <laughs> Can you think about that? Like, what if what if he had just crawled? What if he had just rolled over into the pool? What does it mean to crawl? What, what would happen if you just crawled? If you just crawled? There's a saying that you have to crawl before you walk, which is actual, which is reality, right? You have to crawl before you walk. What if you just crawled? What would that look like for you? How can you, how can you take that, that message and apply it to your life? What does pushing forward need to look like for you to push past those limitations and keep going? The word of God says, let us not be wary in well-doing. For in due season you shall reap if you faint not. But here's the thing, there are going to be times where we feel weary, 
right? There's gonna be time, there's gonna be times where we feel like I can't, I can't keep going. I can't, I cannot do this anymore. But the word of God has that scripture in there for a reason. That even when we want to give up, we need to crawl. We need to push forward. And I need to encourage you today. I want to encourage you today. I came here to encourage you today to push past those limitations. And don't let them be your excuses in your life. We have work to do. There are people to hear uh, to, to hear your testimony. There, are, God needs to get the glory from all of us. Whether we believe him or not, we were made to give God the glory in the way that we live, in the way that we carry out our life. There is a purpose for your life. There's a purpose for my life. And the number one purpose is to give God back what belongs to him. So no matter what the limitation, there is greater. But you've got to want to see past the limitations. What's the limitation in your life? Is it your thoughts? Is it your weight? Is it finances? Is it negative support in your life? Negative people in your life? Is it your belief system? What is it? What is it? You got to believe that there is something better on the other side. And no, the process is not easy. But here's the thing. You don't have to do it by by yourself. We cannot make it without Jesus. And whether you believe in him or not today, I want you to hear me from my heart. We cannot make it without Jesus. He's the vine. We are branches. God is the gardener, Romans 15. And the branch cannot produce fruit unless it is, a, it is attached to the vine. Jesus himself said, remain in me and I in you. For the branch cannot produce, the branch cannot produce fruit unless it is attached, unless it is connected to the vine. It will be fruitless when it's not connected. Therefore, without Jesus, we are nothing. If you don't know Jesus, and even before I say this, I really, really want you to think about this. What is the limitation in your life? God wants you to bring it to him. God wants you to see past the limitation and declare that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. There is, a, there is hope for you and me, right? And maybe we have to first crawl. The first step is recognizing, wait a second, I do have a problem. <laughs> I do have a problem. I do, I, I, mean, I am experiencing a limitation. The second step is to, is to get to the right person. Who do you need to see? Who do you need to go to? I heard my bishop say this when he was preaching and he said, you would not take your car to a dentist to fix it. Neither would you take your heart. Neither would you let a janitor uh, do an open heart surgery on your heart. But you will take your, your problem to the right person. Therefore, whether that's going to a therapist, whether that's going to um, uh, someone else who can really help you, a coach. Right. But who do you need to first admit the problem to with the first person that wants to know in addition to a therapist, in addition to a coach, is to let the Lord know your struggle. He's asking you today, do you want to be well? 
How long do you want to stay in this condition? Do you want to see a change? He is asking you that today. And if you don't know Jesus, I encourage you to get to know him. God sent Jesus, his son, to die for you and me so that those who believe on him, in him, will have access to eternal life. John 3, 6 and see, here's the thing. I know y'all, y'all probably wonder, why is she often talking about Jesus? <laughs> well, this is a podcast, Jesus and Mental Health, but why do I talk about salvation? Because you may be hearing my voice and this may be your last time hearing my voice. Not because something will happen to me, but just because life is precious. And the tomorrow cannot be promised. Tomorrow is not promised. Right? And so I want to make sure that, that I offer the opportunity so that people can hear my voice and say, you know what? She's been saying this a long time. I need to get it together. I need to accept Jesus Christ. And let me say, let me say this differently. Not I need to get it together because you don't need to get anything together before you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. You just have to accept him. You just have to accept him. Get to know him for yourself. Get in the word of God to figure who he is for, for who he is, who he is to you. Get in a word-based church to teach you the word of God. And he will clean you up. He will clean you up. You don't have to do that before you come to know him. Jesus loves you so much. And in him, there is no limitation because all things are possible to them who believes. Mark 9, 23. So if you don't know him, now is the time. And a simple prayer of salvation is, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Savior and died for my sins. And I ask you to forgive me. I confess you as Lord and Savior of my life. And I, I, and, and I thank you. I thank you that I'll never be the same because you are my Savior in Jesus' name. That's it. Simple prayer. That's it. And I really hope that this episode gave you something to reflect on. I really want you to think of think about areas where you are allowing limitations to be your excuses. What can you do to take one step forward towards possibility? What can you do? Maybe maybe debt is a limitation. Okay. What is the smallest debt can you pay off? How can you take one small step forward towards um, paying off a debt? Instead of looking at all the debt, just focus on one debt at a time. Maybe weight is a, is a limitation. Okay. What can you start doing today? Instead of looking at the number on the scale, maybe don't weigh yourself for right now. Because the scale and you have a really negative relationship. In fact, an unhealthy relationship. And I can relate to that. Weight loss, weight gain, weight, just trying to stay healthy is my life story. <laughs> it's a daily walk for me. Daily walk for me. And if I give up, I can't afford to give up. I may have highs, I may have lows, but I am not going to quit. So maybe it is weight. Take one day at a time, one meal at a time, one workout at a time. Maybe you can't run right now, but you know what? Just walk. Walk. That is your way of crawling. Get up and go. Go get some sunshine. Maybe it's depression. You just can't shake it. Okay, get up and go some, get some sunshine. Seek community. Seek counseling. Maybe you, maybe you want to, to, to pray longer. You want to get the word of God. You want to, whatever that limitation is, what is it? 
What is that limitation? Maybe you just can't shake off that anxiety or you're so fearful about death. You just keep thinking of yourself. Well, what if you don't wake up and you keep thinking these negative thoughts? Well, what if you flip the switch? It takes energy to focus on negative thoughts. It takes a lot of energy. What if you flip the thought? And instead of saying, what if, I would, I dare you to say what is. What do I mean by that? I'm so glad you asked. What if always triggers anxiety? But what if focuses on what is actually happening? What is actually in front of me? What is the evidence to support what is actually happening right now? What, what am I really seeing? What is true? What is, what is true? What do I have control of? What am I grateful for? I dare you to replace the what ifs with the what is. I don't know why I'm going this direction. I was supposed to end this episode the moment I prayed salvation. <laughs> the moment I prayed salvation was the end. But I just need to say this because a lot of you are focusing only on the limitations. And there's so much possibility There's so much possibility and freedom available for you if you just choose to change your perspective. I know, I know that many people are hurting. You know, today, today I'm I'm recording this on a Saturday and in my prayer this morning, I just prayed for those who are grieving and I was just, I was just crying out before God and just praying for those who are grieving and those who are hurting. I know that so many people are grieving and hurting today. And, and every day because of the times that we're in. But Jesus himself said, in this life, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I will overcome the world. He said, take heart. In other words, be of good cheer. Be, a, be encouraged. God has given us everything we need to, that pertains to life and godliness. Second Peter 1, 3. And we have come to receive this by, 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 by knowing him. Who called us to his marvelous glory and excellence. Whatever your limitation is. It's not. It's not too limiting for God. Because in God. There is no limitation. There is no limitation. He wants. He wants you to. He wants you to come to him. He wants to pursue you. He wants relationship for you. He has made a way possible for you. He's made a way possible for me. So I want you to look at yourself today. Do some reflection. What is it that you're telling yourself that you are limited? What is it that you're using to excuse? You were supposed to start that podcast, sis. You were supposed to start that book. You were supposed to to start that ministry. What is the limitation? The Bible says if you are willing and obedient... And I know you're probably I know you're probably thinking, why is she keep throwing scriptures at us? <laughs> Listen, because I don't know any other reference. I don't know any other reference. I, I can't quote just regular books. But I know the word of God is true. And I'm not trying to, I'm not religious. I'm all about relationship with Jesus. But seriously, what is the limitation? There is somebody that is waiting. To experience freedom because of your obedience. There's a reason why that man, that story about that man who was sick for 30 years is in the Bible. It's in the Bible for us. It's in the Bible for us. Every story in the Bible is for us. And it's so relevant. The Bible is filled with real people 
with real experiences serving a real God. Let me say that again. The Bible is filled with real people with real experiences, real emotions, real strategies, real experiences. I already said experiences, right? (laughs) Serving a real God. It's not filled with fictional characters. I said this in a session the other day, and and, and and that statement came alive for both me and my client. It is a real book, real people. They're not made up. They're serving a real God, real emotions. Every emotion, every emotion you can think about, every experience you can think about is in the word. So what are your limitations today? What, what is it that you're causing to be an excuse? And I want you to imagine Jesus asking you the question, do you want to be made well? Do you want a change? Do you want to be free? I'm asking you today, do you want to be free? Do you want to be made well? Then change that limitation. I'm sorry, change that excuse. And see your limitation as an opportunity for God to move on your behalf. Start crawling. Start crawling towards help. Start crawling towards whatever that is. Take one decision at a time. Seek accountability. Let somebody know. Seek counseling. Go to God in prayer. Start attending church. Start reading your word of God, the word of God. Start feeding your spirit. Tell tell your accountability partner. And I want you to watch what happens. Watch what happens as you take one step forward towards possibility. Oh my gosh. I really just so enjoyed um, just sharing this with you because this also encouraged my heart today. We all have work to be done. All right, y'all. Well, I hope that this encouraged you today. I really hope that it brought a smile to your face. You know, I like to make people laugh and make people feel good because people remember how you make them feel. They may not remember what you say, (laughs) but they remember the experience of, man, this person made me feel super encouraged and super empowered. And that is one of my prayers is that my words edify, build up and encourage, edify, build up and encourage. That is a a regular prayer that I pray. Lord, when I speak, let my words encourage, build up and, and, and edify people. I want people to be encouraged by hearing my voice. I want people to see Jesus and hear Jesus through me and hear comfort and life through me. So I will be back next time with a wonderful episode. I know y'all did not get to hear a guest today. It feels like a long time since I've done it since I've done an episode solo. So I know you miss me. If you miss me, will you let me know that? <laughs> if this episode was a blessing to you, hey, just let me know. It, it does my heart good when you let me know as well that this episode was was a blessing, y'all. I'm just I'm just out here, you know. Live, trying to live for God, trying to encourage some people, trying to encourage, empower some people. I, I am not perfect. I have not arrived, but I know one thing I have left. <laughs> I have left. I haven't arrived, but I've left where I was. Right. And, and, and I just want to encourage you today. So I hope I made you smile. Please send me a message. Let me know how this blessed you. Share this with somebody. 
if you have an amazing story, hope, resilience, anything related to faith or, or mental health or anything that could provide value to people's lives, um, please reach out to me. You know, if, if your story uh, it, it aligns with this podcast and the values of this podcast, I can't compromise. I don't want to compromise. I know that I may have somebody on here that may share some things that I may not agree with. But if it's information that that I can that, that still can be helpful, then that's fine. But I really want people to 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 reach out to me who also um, are aligned with the goal of this podcast to glorify God, uh, to be pleasing to God. So if you have a story, a resource, um, you are helping people, or you have you just want to be able to bless people with your story, your your resources, or um, anything, and you want to be a guest with me for us to connect on this podcast, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to have you. Um, Also, don't forget, if you need counseling, BetterHelp is a sponsor to this podcast. So I have the notes on on the show notes, but please visit https colon forward slash forward slash betterhelp.com slash be windy. That is my first name. You get to receive a 10% off your first month. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Virtual therapy um, from your couch, from wherever you get to text your, your therapist. Um, anytime you you get to, to really receive the help that you need from the comfort of your, your home. And um, I want to encourage you to reach out because I know a lot of therapists are booked right now. People are reaching out for, for help, and I'm really, really glad to also be in that space and sharing that space, but I cannot physically help everybody. So I encourage you today to reach out. Give it a try. If you've never tried therapy, give it a try. You get to ask for a type of therapist that you need. So if you if you want a, a, a Caucasian therapist, you can ask for that. If you want a therapist who's saved, you know, who's a Christian, you can ask for that. If you want a black therapist, you can ask for that too, right? Um but I, I encourage you to, to give it a try. That's one way of crawling. That's one way of pushing past your limitations. Listen, I love you so much. I want you to be encouraged. I don't want to get off this podcast, but I have to go. I want you to be encouraged and have a wonderful week on purpose. Bye-bye.